Welcome to Sense and Nonsense A to Z, where we pick topics based off of the letter of the day. Today is episode seven of season three, featuring the letter G. We're family and we're your hosts, A, T, and Z. So let's get started. So letter G, hello, or good day is German. Guten Tag. Guten Tag. <laughs> Brings back memories, I'm sure, right? Or you could also say Grüß dich. There you that's, go. That's also German. There you go. Thank All you. Right. You're welcome. <laughs> so it was so nice to see you in New Jersey the other day. It was pretty cool, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely. So happy birthday to your mom. Yes. Uh, yeah. She looked great, by the way. Yeah, she she's fantastic good. for 90. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It was nice to see the big guy for his birthday, too. So. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. And thanks for putting on his shirt. That was an accident, man. Was it an I mean, accident? I brought it, but uh -huh. I didn't know he was going to wear it that day. There you go. He and knew. he wound up wearing it. Yeah. 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 It looks really good on him. It really does. Yeah. 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 So that was cool. We started in an Airbnb, and we, we hosted a little lunch for mm -hmm. my son and it's weird hosting in a house that's not yours it was fun though we had a good yeah, time absolutely yeah. thanks for coming yeah yeah thanks for the invite sure so i'm going to talk about a little bit of a crappy subject oh boy okay has to do with color guard because you know i'm over 45. yeah and, as and the, i realize i'm no spring chicken okay. as the commercial says <laughs> oh man and that song has been in my head <sighs> So I anyway. gotta tell you, I mute that sucker as soon as I see it coming. Oh my god! <laughs> so first of all, results are back; they're negative. Okay, okay great. And great. at my age, I have to do it again in three years, which okay. is not a problem. I mean, it's easy, but it's just a whole process. All right, you get the box, you set it up, you know, you kind of read the instructions as you're going along. All right, so you have to really kind of schedule this because once you do your sample, you got to run it to the post office or to the UPS store. So, Isn't that weird that you can send that through the mail? Oh, yeah. That's strange. a weird thing. Very strange. Yeah. yeah. It comes in a big plastic thing inside the box, but, you know, I mean, and the container's huge. <laughs> Is it a huge box? It's it's in a decent-sized box, yeah, and it comes with a bracket that you put under the toilet seat between the bowl, and you put this container in, you got to do your business in a container. All right. All right, so I do my business. I look at the sample, and I look at the instructions, and I'm like, whoa. I gave him a pretty big sample. Oh, no. <laughs> it was like four times the size of what the picture said. So I'm like, do I take some out? What do I do? You oh, know? my God. I'm like, uh, I'm not touching it. It's going. Yeah. It's going. Yeah. So you put chemical in it. You screw the top in. You know, you put it back in the box, blah, blah, blah. I get the results. The doctor's office calls me, tells me it's negative, which is wonderful. Uh-huh. So I tell her, do they have any comments about the size of the store? <laughs> you get an A plus. <laughs> Did I get an A plus on that one? <laughs> yeah. So anyway, it's real easy. Yeah. Public service announcement. Yeah. If you have any opportunity, just do it. Just yeah. do it. It's very simple. Ready to get going? <laughs> let's, let's, let's jump off it. this crappy subject, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's start us off with the quote. Okay. Always trust your gut. Your brain can be fooled. Your heart is an idiot, but your gut doesn't know how to lie. 
and that was by Stephen J. Mordu, who's a writer in the UK. That's a really interesting quote. Hmm. Well, it's all about the gut, right? Yeah. Let's go beyond normal. Yes. Do you listen to your gut over your head or your heart? I do. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. I, so, I mean, sometimes you get that feeling that gut is loud sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I think for me, whether I'm going to go with logic or feeling or intuition is situation dependent. Hmm. If there are decisions to be made, I'm not going to throw all caution to the wind and go with my heart. I have too many responsibilities for that now. Right. I, I got I got to at least think about it a little bit. When I was young and I didn't have another human being depending on me, I could right. operate that way for sure. And many times I did. I'd just be like, screw it. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Um, with my heart, I think I spend a lot of my life protecting it because it's taken a few hits. And so I probably haven't listened to it as much as I could have. Mm -hmm. But I think I listen to my gut the most when there's an element of danger involved. Mm. Like uh, if I walk into a place and my gut is like, nope, <laughs> you know, yeah. then I'm out. I don't care who I'm with or what the plans were. So I think the best outcome would be if all three mechanisms were working together. A lot of times you get conflicting information from those different mechanisms. That's true. So if you are getting conflicting information, that's a good indication you're out of balance somewhere and you might want to spend some time figuring out why. It's a challenge. It is. It's a challenge. And I think a lot of times we override our gut so much that we forget to listen to it when it's really telling us something that we need yeah. to listen to. So I, I'm, I'm with you on it. Like if it ever comes up loud, like you said, I don't ignore it. Because yeah, you can't. I, I feel like you're setting yourself up for disaster. Right. Yeah. It's, it's your body quote. telling you something. <laughs> it is. And, you know, they, they call your gut your second brain. So yeah. go with it because it's like Mr. Mordew said, always trust it because your brain can be fooled. And I think we trick ourselves a lot of times into doing stuff that we know is not good for us. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to do a top five list this week. Okay. And it has to do with girls' names. Ooh. Yeah. And this is per Social Security. And they have like, going back, I think 100 years it was. But anyway, so as of 2022, here are the top five names that were given to girls. Olivia was number one. Wow. Emma. Charlotte. Hmm. Amelia. Sophia. Now, within the last 15 years, these five names, along with Isabella and Ava, have been in the mix. Okay, so now in comparison, so the year I was born, 1957, mm -hmm. okay, it was Mary, Susan, Linda, Deborah, D-E-B-R-A, and Karen. Mm. And I got to tell you something. Grew up with a lot of Susans, Lindas, Deborahs, and Karens. Mm -hmm. Not too many Marys, even though that was number one. Hmm. You know, ever so often I had a Mary, uh, you know, schoolmate, but that was it. Mm -hmm. Now, the year you were born, 1977, you ready mm -hmm. for your list? Sure. Jennifer, Melissa, Amy, Jessica, Heather. Wow. Does I that ring? So many Jens. Yeah. I knew a couple of Heathers. Jennifer was a very popular name. I'm a couple of Melissa's, a couple of Melissa's. Uh-huh. Yeah. Not that many Amy's. Yeah. I don't think I I don't think I had an Amy growing up. Yeah. That's so interesting. It, isn't it? I, I thought, like I thought it was. I like a couple of the names on the new list. Yeah. Oh, list I do 15 too. years list. 
Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's go with a real comparison. A hundred years ago, okay. it was Mary, Dorothy, Helen, Margaret, Ruth. Oh wow! Yeah, is that wild? Yeah, I'm not surprised Mary was on both of those early lists. It's interesting to see like how things change and come back around again. Like Sophia, I have great grandmother's name Sophia. Now it's coming back around. You know, Popular name, yeah. Yeah, cool. I've got A to Z headlines. Okay. First thing I want to talk about is Netflix. They recently ended their DVD rental service. I didn't mm. even realize they still had it going. I know. I know. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Now they're cracking down on account sharing. So mm. only people who live under the same roof can share accounts. People now need to get either their own account or you can share an account for an additional $8 a month. I'm too much of a weenie to share my account with anybody. Oh, no. No. No, thanks. I don't even have an account, so there you have it. <laughs> And uh, the thought is that other streaming services are going to start lowering the price to try to get those um, subscribers over. Mm -hmm. Well, they should. All the streaming services sure. are way too expensive. Yeah. And you still get commercials. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. I mean, when, when cable first came out, the whole idea was, hey, give us $20 a month or 15 whatever it was, and you're not going to get commercials. Mm -hmm. Then they started putting in the commercials. Yep. Now, yeah, now it's a big one. And, and it, it does the same thing with uh, streaming services. At yeah. first, it was like no commercials or limited commercials, and now right. they just keep adding them in, adding of them course. in, adding them in. Of course. That's like, I pay 15 bucks a month, and I'm yeah. still getting all these freaking commercials. Of course. And it's not even a premium. It's like, I, you don't deserve more than 15 bucks a month yeah, for exactly. your content. Sorry, exactly. no. All right, second thing I have is in Legoland, Denmark, they made a full-size Ferrari Monza SP1, and oh. it's on display now. It's built with over 380,000 Lego bricks. Holy cow. It's awesome. I bet. It is awesome. It took them 1,414 hours to assemble it. Sheesh. Yeah. All right, the next thing I have is in Belgium. A 45-year-old man wanted to teach his family a lesson about staying in touch with each other, right? Because he kind of felt that he was being left out of family gatherings and that sort of thing. So what he did is he faked his death. Oh, my God. And the family gathered in a, I guess, someone's backyard. And there was a big field on the other side of this backyard. And he helicoptered in. This so, is not cool. Yeah, it was not cool at all. I mean, I get teaching people a lesson, but whew, mm -mm. this is that's a little rough, you know? No, that's not the way. Yeah. And if you thought you were estranged before, yeah. guess what? Yeah, guess you didn't do yourself any stunt. favors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. stunt just puts you in a doghouse. Exactly. Which leads me into Brooklyn, New York, a three-year-old pit bull terrier named Mocha was left back in January with a pet sitter when the family went on a vacation. When they got back, they couldn't locate the pet sitter and they couldn't locate the dog. No. Months and months they've been looking for this dog. After all these months, they decided as a family, it's time to get a dog. They go to the local shelter and guess who's sitting there as soon as they walk in? You're kidding me. Mocha's sitting right there. Yep. Animal Control picked the dog up because it was tied. It, I think it was tied to a tree, I think I heard. And, I mean, Mocha just went ballistic. She was so happy to see her Of family. course she was. Yeah. That so, is hideous. Yeah. So here's another 
PSA, microchip your dog. Absolutely. You know, I mean, obviously you can't locate the dog that way, but if the dog ends up in a shelter, you'll they be can, able to look. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they can so. reach out. Ends up being a happy story, but I hope they find that pet sitter. I yeah. really, really do. So that's our headlines for this week. Let's do the Big Bang Therapy checklist. I am ready. Season four, episode 20, the Herb Garden Germination. Mm -hmm. This is a fun one. This is one where Sheldon and Amy conduct a meme theory experiment on all their friends <laughs> because they run into some gossip that Bernadette is thinking of breaking up with Howard. Right. When Amy proposes that they do this experiment, Sheldon's like... Look at you getting me to engage in the social sciences. You're, You're such a, a vixen. Yeah. And she loves that. She oh, is yeah. so happy. The whole thing starts off with they're at a lecture from Brian Greene. And yeah. this is actually my cringe moment. He's in a bookstore and, and he's yep. talking about uh, how he's kind of dedicated a, a bit of his career and life to mm -hmm. making science palatable for the masses and presenting hard to understand concepts in a way that regular people who have no background in science or math can understand physics and man Sheldon stands up and busts his chops right in the I middle know. I know. and he's like you know have you ever thought about doing something more useful yeah. like reading to the elderly, the elderly. Not, your oh, but not your books <laughs> something they might enjoy Oh man, that like, was my oh. cringe moment too. Yeah, I was like, oh, oh man. And he's and like, excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> kid, I kid, of course. Said. I'm yeah. a big fan, you know, and he's, he's yeah. gracious enough to let it go. But it was like, oh man, Sheldon. Yeah. I know. Sheldon goes home and reports to Leonard that he has had a strange experience with Amy. And Leonard's like, how can you tell? <laughs> <laughs> That was I, kind of the theme throughout the whole thing. It's yeah. Like, how do you figure that out? Yeah. And uh, he winds up telling them that they've engaged in gossip and he winds up telling Leonard what the gossip is. But while they're talking about this, they're playing an archery game on Nintendo and right. Sheldon is acting out all the portions of the game. He's pulling an arrow out of his, his quiver. quiver. He's notching it. He's pulling <laughs> it back. And he's very good at it because his father taught him archery when he was young. So... Right. It's Leonard's turn. This is my this is my laugh out loud. This moment. is one of my this is one of mine too. Yep. So he pulls the the bow back, and Sheldon's like, "Excuse me, what are you doing?" And he's like, "Getting ready to shoot an arrow." He's like, "With what?" He's like, "You didn't pull an arrow out of your quiver." And Leonard's like, "I'm not doing that." <laughs> and he goes, "The people at Nintendo can only go so far to simulate an athletic experience. We need to do our part." So. Leonard goes fine. He pulls an arrow out. He stabs Sheldon in the chest with it. That was funny. That was funny. It's so good. Yeah. I love it. And then after a couple seconds, Sheldon says, okay, I'll play along. Ow. <laughs> I love it so much. And then one of the idiosyncrasies is then Sheldon's turn again and he's out of arrows. So he goes up to the TV and he goes to pull the arrows back out. He puts he, it back in he his plucks him. He plucks him out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, so funny. funny. This piece of gossip that Bernadette is going to break up with Howard permeates their group. Right. And they're sitting in a cafeteria. 
and Howard tells the guys that he's going to propose to Bernadette. It's like, oh. I know. And they're all like, no, you, you might want to wait. You know, just, <laughs> yeah. just you know, I don't have to yeah. do anything. They're eating sandwiches and salads at work, which they do yes. a lot. Yep. And Howard gets up to talk to his cousin about Bernadette's ring. And you see he's got a Saturn belt buckle on. With five rings. Yeah, it's really yeah. cool. It's, it is really cool. Yeah. yeah. So that's a one belt buckle. He wears another one later he, on, but it's of hard which to I make out. I couldn't figure it out. It's it got looks like, like three figures on it. Three figures on it. It's greenish. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I tried to look and, you know, I was I Googling all over the place. I couldn't I feel out. weird sometimes, like pausing it and getting my face right up in Howard's crotch on my yeah. TV to try yeah. and figure out what or that Or on the computer. I know. Yeah. It's like, oh, I, it, yeah. anyway. The whole point of this experiment that Sheldon and Amy are doing is to see how fast gossip travels through their group. And it goes fast. <laughs> and it depends on how tantalizing the piece of gossip is. So they decide to give one piece of tantalizing gossip right. and one piece of mundane gossip and see which one travels faster. Right. And so Amy goes and knocks on Penny's door and she said, Sheldon and I had intercourse. <laughs> In other news, I'm thinking of starting an herb garden. Mum's the word. <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> and she leaves. And of course, rips through the group like wildfire. She first right. tells Raj because Raj is secretly in love with Bernadette and right. so he's hoping that she'll break up with Howard so that he's got a shot with her right. and then in order to get his mind off of that Penny tells him about Sheldon naming he's like and this is my second laugh out loud moment after <laughs> yeah. she tells him he says shut your ass yeah <laughs> it's like oh my god <laughs> it is so funny and then he goes did they know what they were doing when yeah, they were doing exactly. it Exactly. <laughs> they somehow figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> Priya is in one of these episodes, Raj's sister, and she's dating Leonard at the time. And yeah. they're at Raj's apartment, Priya and Raj, and they're talking on over Skype or Zoom or whatever to their parents in India. Yeah. And Raj keeps hinting that she's dating somebody and she keeps like digging her nails into his <laughs> leg and stomping on his foot and everything. And she winds up telling him that piece of information about Howard and Bernadette. And right. My favorite people in this whole episode are Raj's parents, and they are the guest <laughs> appearance. <laughs> they're so good. They are so good. I love when they show up, and they're like, Rajesh, are you not making your sister feel comfortable? Why are you not making your sister feel comfortable? And he's like, I am. I share everything with her, even my friend left. And she stamps on his foot. And then they're like, you're not letting her date that little Howard boy, are you? You know? <laughs> He's like, no, he's with Bernadette. And his father goes, that doesn't sound Jewish. And the mother goes, you can't tell by that. Winona Ryder's Jewish. <laughs> so Raj's parents are Alice Anter, Brian George, and Priya is Artie Mann. And those are the celebrity appearances, along with Brian Greene, the physicist. So Raj tells Leonard about Amy and Sheldon having sex. And he goes home and he asks him kind of about how are you and Amy doing you know right, and, right. and Sheldon catches on he's like oh he knows this piece of gossip he's like well I was just talking to Raj and he said she's got a glow about her these days <laughs> and Sheldon's like is it a glow from working in an herb garden with no sunscreen on and he's like no <laughs> <laughs> and he's like well we may never know as my mother says the Asians are an inscrutable folk so I'm putting that in as the catchphrase since it comes from Mary. And he, Sheldon said, as my mother always says. Right. 
The other catchphrase is mum's the word because mum's Amy says word. that twice. twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To uh, Penny. Howard does wind up proposing to Bernadette and she accepts, which is a lovely thing. And yeah. Raj winds up crying. <laughs> <laughs> so she kind of stops him in the middle of the proposal. Yeah. And she says, yes. And he goes, yes to what? <laughs> I'll marry you. You will? And, and then, then Raj, Raj goes, you will? <laughs> And then I, will, I will. Yeah. And then everybody's congratulating them and yeah. Raj is crying on the floor. Yeah. Mm, so silly. And then, of course, Bernadette texts Penny because she's right. not around because of Priya. Yeah, of course. That uh, Howard proposed. And Amy goes over there and she's like, Howard proposed? She's like, oh, never mind that. <laughs> Just stop by to let you know I'm getting orthotics. Also, I'm carrying Sheldon's baby. Mom's the word. Exactly. <laughs> and she leaves again and she heads downstairs. And as she heads downstairs, Leonard's coming upstairs and he looks at her and he goes, you're pregnant? You're pregnant? <laughs> He's got his phone in his hand. And that's my other laugh out loud moment. It's good. It's so yeah. good. And she's like, wow, does it say anything about orthotics on there? <laughs> <laughs> You so, know, I liked I liked Sheldon's green arrow shirt. I did too. I really yeah. did like it, especially yeah. since they were um, playing the archery game. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And there's no whiteboard except no. on his computer when he's talking to Amy over Zoom. He's you got saw the that? digital whiteboard yes. there. I saw that too. So I like that. And I and there's also no Spock alert in this one. Right. When um, Howard proposes to Bernadette, they're eating Chinese food. Yeah. Is that everything? Do you mean everything? Other than who do you love most in this episode? Yeah, who do you love most in this episode? I'm going to say Amy. Really? Yeah, yeah. She because, was good. Because I mean, she she's so analytic. Yeah. You know, and yeah, how she speaks and it's the way she answers Sheldon their exchange. I love mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yeah. It's and really and good. of course, when she went over to Penny's uh, apartment twice. Yeah. And it was just just a matter of fact. Here it is. Here's the information. Got to go. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I do love the exchange that happens, though, um, when they're eating dinner and Sheldon and Amy are in the kitchen. Yes, and I do, too. And she's like, Bernadette asked me about our encounter. And she's like, I told her you were aloof but aloof effective. And, effective. and he goes, I wish you hadn't have done that. Now I'm going to become a chick magnet and I'm busy enough as it is. <laughs> oh, so good. No, it, this is a good episode. It's a good it, one. It yeah. really um, has a lot going on. And they really showcase everybody in this episode. Everybody yes. has a good Parts. moment. Yes, yeah, exactly. You know? And it, it for a, a huge ensemble like this, that's a heck of a feat. And everybody's getting moments. It's yeah. like, wow, they really, they really did a really good job with this yeah. show. Word done. I, I just reached for my envelope too. <laughs> oh, I know. All I right, know, letter G. Yes, think G. Okay. Oh, all right. I'm ready for, with the first one. Okay. All right. Piano. Guitar. Yes. Yay. All right, that's five. Okay, good. Think G. I'm trying. Earth. Globe. Yes. All right. Oh. I wonder why this came up. All right. Ready? Yeah. Innocent. Guilty. There you go. Oh, boy. Yep. Oh. Appreciative. 
grateful. Yes. All right. Okay. Cereal. The only thing I can think of is grape nuts. Okay. Crunchy. I have no idea. Oats. Cereal crunchy oats. Grains. That was a good guess. Bar. Bar? Bar. Granola. There you go. That was hard. That was hard. That was hard. Yeah. Bubble? Gum. Yes. Yes. All right. All right. Algebra? Geometry? Yes. Oh, my God. I almost plotzed. (laughs) Okay. Lawn. Grass. Yes. Oh, wow. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. This is my last one. Okay. Diploma. Graduate? Yes, or graduation. 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 Judges? Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, better. Thank you. Thank you, judges. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Silly. Grin. Doof. Okay, so it's that kind of silly. Like a doofus. Um, it's not coming to me. I'm sorry. Uh, can't even come up with a word. A G word. Uh-huh. Um, goof. Goofball. Goofy. Goofy? All right. Goofy. <laughs> oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. That was hard. Is that technically a four? Yeah, it's a four. Forty-six. Forty-six, that's good. Yeah, it's respectable. Come on. It's better than last time. It better be friggin' respectable. Uh, Yeah, exactly. Can't always get 50. Well, considering we only got 50 one time. I know. Right. I know. We were on a roll in the beginning. I was like, what row? I know. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Are you ready with your Desert Island playlist? I am. Love Great. this band. For episode G, our band is Genesis. Now, my prediction, we're going to have one. That's a okay. like. All right. Do you want me to go first? No, I'm going to go first. Okay, you go first then. All right. Because I haven't gotten this song out of my head since I listened to it. I hear you. Okay. The first one is Invisible Touch. I love that song. I can't get it out of my head. <laughs> just like just like me with the color guard song. <laughs> I, I I mean it's getting on my nerves. Like oh, man. I, I listened to it a couple of times because mm-hmm. I had so many that I kept like I, did too. I kept going yeah. through and going through and trying to like hone it down. Some songs are more nostalgic for me than others, and this is one. Mm. And so that's my number one invisible touch. Okay. What's your number one? Home by the sea. Oh. Which would be so appropriate for being on a desert island. And 
this song, I'm, and I'm talking about the full version of this song, is 11 minutes and 14 it's seconds. It's a really long song. It's yeah. a really long song. So this is one that I would want to be there because it's a long song. Yeah. All right. And it's yeah. a good song. It is yeah. a good song. Okay. I don't know if we're going to match one. I think we're going to match one. Okay. My number two mm -hmm. is misunderstanding. Mm, okay. <laughs> did not come up on my list good song it is a good song i love that yeah. song yeah i i like the video for it too mm -hmm. i do too because he's I love, got a full I love all beard he's got a full yeah. beard and he's wearing a yeah, hawaiian yeah, yeah. shirt oh, no. he looks really good actually <laughs> driving a convertible yeah, around los angeles it looks really sure. good yeah yeah anyway so the first song that came to my head when we said Genesis mm -hmm. is this song, but I, I rated it number two, is Abacab. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, it's the first song that came to my head. I love Abacab. I really do. Okay. So that's my number two. So we're down to one last song. I don't know if we're going to match. Okay, we'll see. Okay, my number three is Land of Confusion which is my honorable mention. Oh, okay. 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 All, All right. right. So we didn't match any of it. So no. my, my number three is tonight, tonight, tonight. That is my honorable mention. There you go. Yes. That's good. Cause I get to put it on our playlist then. Yes. The kid has a pick. Oh, okay. Yes. I, he found I a song. I, I can't dance. Nope. No. Just a job to do. Oh, I like is like the bang like bang it. bang yeah, yeah he yeah. loves that over oh, and sure. over and over and over i'm like sure. oh my god yeah so yeah. that's his but on my honorable mention list i have tonight 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 okay that's all uh-huh and oh, no reply at all there's so many good ones and you know all of our picks are after peter gabriel left i know yep his and, and then there was three me. It kind of depressed me. Yeah. And I do like Peter Gabriel, but you know. I do too. I, mean, I like a lot of his solo stuff. Yeah. But the Genesis songs, I don't know. They just don't speak to me as much as the mm, Phil Collins no, ones. I agree. I and had an old boss who loved Genesis, but only the Peter Gabriel stuff. Oh, And really? I'd be like, I can't talk to you. Mm. <laughs> and you know, listening to all the Genesis songs just made me realize what great musicians oh, these yeah. three guys were you know and i gotta tell you something i know um phil collins you know has a whole uh career of his own but and so does mike rutherford but i don't think tony banks really gets the accolades mm. you know and he's he's fantastic yeah he really is these guys are good yeah really great band yeah do you agree with our picks we'd love to hear what your choices would be so leave us a comment on our Facebook page, Sense and Nonsense A to Z. Or if you're listening on YouTube, in the comments down below and let us know which three songs by Genesis you would put on your Desert Island playlist. A to Z Sports. Okay. Let's start off with the latest championships in the NHL. Congratulations to the Vegas Golden Knights who took the Stanley Cup in five games over the Florida Panthers. Mm -hmm. And it was, was their first championship. Yeah. Over to the NBA in the finals. 
congrats to the Denver Nuggets for beating the Miami Heat in five games. Again, first championship ever for them, too. Mm-hmm. However, I want to talk about something that happened in Miami during the third quarter timeout of game four. Okay. okay? Connor McGregor, who is an ultimate fighting champion. Mm-hmm. He was there to do a skit with the Miami Heat mascot, Bernie. Did he punch him in the face? He was to, there to promote a pain relief spray, okay? Mm-hmm. And apparently he's a spokesperson for it. It kind of went bad. <laughs> so the plan bit was that the mascot was coming out to center court wearing an oversized boxing gloves and a robe and, you know, doing the boxing dance, you know, mm-hmm. around him. And so McGregor starts spraying him with the spray and then holds off and hits him. He was supposed to pretend to hit him. Not only did the poor mascot, had to be a young kid, yeah. fall right to the floor. Yeah, he he hit goes the down and he hits him again. I know. He hit him when he was on the ground. I couldn't believe it. Exactly. He must have said something to him that we couldn't hear. Oh, I don't know. You can't taunt a UFC fighter. <laughs> I guess you, you can't. Can. I'm, I'm, I'm 100% that that kid said something. He was taunting him somehow. Oh, my God. The kid got dra- slid off. He, they slid him right off the court. <laughs> And he went right to the hospital. I imagine he did. <laughs> he just got punched in the face by a UFC fighter. I mean, he's in a mascot costume, but it's not as if that's any protection. No. But the post-game interview, the Heat's coach was asked about it. Yeah. And he said, that now that's Miami Heat toughness. <laughs> and he said, he'll be ready for the next game. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so the Atlanta Braves. Uh-huh. We're in Arizona playing the Diamondbacks, and in the top of the fourth inning, it, the score was tied three to three. Marcel Urzuna, who was the DH for the game, he hit a monster hit. It was 415 feet. And so it's a tied game, right? And so what does this guy do? He sits and he watches it for seven seconds and watches it. And then it didn't go over the fence. So then he had to start running to first base. What a putz. He's lucky he made it to first base. But that for sure should have been at least a double. You know? Mm-hmm. Two innings later, the coach did pull him. And by the way, the Braves did go on to win 8-5. to five. And I was sitting there and I'm saying to myself, you know, I think I might have pulled him when yeah. he's on first base. I would have substituted a pinch runner for him. Mm. You know, I know it would have been embarrassing. Mm-hmm. And I know he's one of their stars, but it has to teach him a lesson, you know? Yeah. It's not about you. It's about the yeah, team winning. Yeah, it's about the team, mm-hmm. you know? I, I, and they just sit there and they watch and styling, you know? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. They okay. want that sh- profile shot on Sports yeah. Illustrated or something. Yeah, or Sports Center, right. Yeah. Okay. So the third thing is the biggie that the PGA merged with Live Golf. Yeah. All right, so the bottom line story is that it's not really murder. It's pretty much that the Saudis bought out the PGA. Right. Yeah, because Live Golf was unable to get media coverage, of which PGA is all over, right? Mm -hmm. And PGA has been losing money because since last year, they've been battling Live in the courts, accusing them of interfering with their players and their contracts, of which then there's a countersuit of the players who went over and they got suspended. So they countersued the PGA for antitrust laws. 
This has been costing the PGA buku money, and I heard $55 million so far. Whoa. Yeah. So the golfers that didn't go over to live are really frustrated because nobody told them, and it's not been good. Mm-hmm. It's just not been good. Rory McIlroy, who's pretty much the poster boy for this whole thing, who stuck with the PGA, he was offered $400 million by Live Golf to go over to them. As a matter of fact, Tiger was rumored to have been offered between $700 and $800 million. Oh my God. To play golf? Yep. That's absurd. Yep. The PGA put out a statement, which I kind of cringed, and they said that Rory will be rewarded for his loyalty. And I'm like, ew. In the meantime, the U.S. Senate has launched an investigation against this deal. Yeah. This is this is rough. This is really rough. So anyway, uh, the 9-11 families are fighting this. Um, the Senate is fighting this. We'll see where this goes. But in the meantime, nobody knew about it, too. None of the players. Everybody was surprised. Everybody was stunned. What are you going to do? Are you going to jump ship? Are you going to stop playing? I don't know going to stop watching i've never watched in the first place i could care less i think it's stupid i i I do i think the ball follow the ball it's absurd to get make that much money for hitting a a little friggin ball into little friggin cups it's a lot of money stupid but that's a hobby that's all that is i mean i think most sports people are grossly overpaid it's absurd yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's crazy what's going on anymore. How they yeah. justify these contracts and stuff. I know. But golfers, give me a break. <laughs> I, well, I, I, do follow, I do follow golf a little bit, you know, just because, mm-hmm. you know, I love, I love my sports. But I got to tell you something. Um, I'm done. If this thing really comes to fruition, I'm done. Yeah. You know? I don't blame yeah. you. Yeah. So anyway, and you we know, have I'm, to really, as a, a nation, be careful about the things we're giving away. Exactly. We really do. I, exactly. You know, we've given away a lot of this country. Yes. Bit by bit. And I know this is just my opinion. <laughs> you oh, know? yeah. This no, is just I, my opinion. But, but for anybody outside, it yeah. doesn't matter who it is, in my opinion, yeah. we have given away ownership of way too much of the things that are American. Yeah. Yeah. And Sorry. access and access yeah. to America, you know? Mm-hmm. So we need to be, we need to be careful. That's yeah. All. Yeah. Uh, and so that's yeah. it for now. All right. <laughs> all right. On to the yes. next controversy. Yeah. Mrs. Maisel. <laughs> yep. As you mentioned, the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Mm-hmm. Season 5, Episode 7, A House Full of Extremely Lame Horses. Oh my God, that is so true. Oh my God, yeah. Ugh. I don't think I've ever agreed with the title of an episode more. <laughs> <laughs> I do like this episode, by the way. I do too, yeah. There was a lot going on. Yeah. There was a lot of stories. So mm-hmm. the main part was in 1961. Moish and Shirley mm-hmm. in the Maisel home, mm-hmm. and they're watching TV, and Rose is there with Midge inspecting the house for her matchmaking party event. Yeah. They're watching the Danny Stevens show, which is like the old Danny Thomas show. Mm-hmm. Did you ever watch any clips? I, no. no, you're too, no. you're too young. And our guest star was 
Hank Azaria, who was yeah. fantastic. Yeah, he, he was, was really fantastic. Good. And the singing at the end of the episode, that mm -hmm. was phenomenal because mm -hmm. that's exactly what Danny Thomas used to do. Mm -hmm. um, coincidentally, Danny Stevens was scheduled to be on the Gordon Ford show the next day to plug mm -hmm. his new book, right? Yeah. Here's the only flash forward. It flashed to 1973 where Rose was filming her commercial for her matchmaking business. So during this, Midge's accountant tells her that her mother's business is losing tons of money. Yeah. He kind of suggested to sell everything and take a loss. And Midge pretty much says that it's going to stay open for the brief time she's got left. Yeah. Okay, so back in 1961. First, Rose is trying to light a stove. Okay. Rose is the biggest pain in the ass going. <laughs> yes, she is. I know. In every time period, in every situation, she is the epitome of, you gotta be friggin' kidding me. Yeah. She is the biggest lame horse. Yes. In the house. And no. the fact that she has to holler to everyone yes. individually, right. every step of the way, makes me want to shoot her in the kitchen just like Janusz. <laughs> uh, so Zelda saves the day and shows yeah. up. She tells her that it's just the pilot. Then Janusz comes in. He's really upset that she keeps on running back. She doesn't work for the Weissmans anymore. Mm -hmm. In Polish, he says, this is an entire house full of extremely lame horses. Mm -hmm. Which is the name of the episode. Yeah, and he's like, in the old country, you shoot them. Yes. <laughs> a useless horse, you shoot it, and you move on. Right. <laughs> and in the meantime, in the other room, Abe is desperately trying to teach Ethan how to play piano. And he's waiting for this kid's genius to kick in because he's six years old now. He's the firstborn Weissman. And the geniuses happen at age six. So he's waiting for the genius here. Yeah. Abe goes to Ethan's school and finds out that Ethan's not inspired at all. He's not no. inspired to be an engineer or an architect. All the kid wants to do is be happy and run around in circles. Yeah. And he's devastated. Okay. He is devastated. But before he finds out this and he becomes devastated, I love that he's walking around with the snack that they give it and it's peanut butter and pretzels. <laughs> And he's school. like, he's like, really I love this snack. It's <laughs> crunchy. It's salty. It's nutty. It's nutty. creamy. It's the perfect snack. Do the kids get this snack too? Yes, and she's do. like, he's like, this is a very good school. <laughs> he loves the snack. This is so <laughs> funny. So then we go over to the Gordon Forward show where Mike Carr is now officially the new show's producer because George got fired. Danny Stevens is scheduled there and he wants to meet with the writers because he needs help to be on the show because he wants to be funny in order to sell books. So when he goes over to the writer's room, Mitch gives him advice and says, why not talk about your life? Talk about your parents. And he says, sure, where's the funny? And then Mitch continues and says, if it's interesting and real, you can find the funny. Mm -hmm. He pretty much took her advice and he was, it was a winner. He yeah. was fantastic. Yeah, it was good. So all the writers go to, to the drinking hole where Danny is there with Gordon Ford. So Danny flags over Mitch to come sit with them. And he offers her a job in front of Gordon Ford for more money. Yeah. Which how do you know it's going to be well. more money? He's like, well, I'll ask her how I'll much she makes here and I'll give her more. Yeah, exactly. He's like, ah! 
<laughs> Gordon's so pissed. Oh, he's pissed. Not they a happy camper. They get a big fight about it, and he gets yeah. tossed out of two chores again. Again. Yeah. <laughs> right. So meanwhile, it jumps over to Susie winning at the poker table with Mike Carr, and that Mike arranged for Mitch to appear on a private showcase for Jack Park. Gordon felt that he had to voluntarily give Midge a raise because he wanted to keep her. So when she walked into work that day, Mike told her that she was getting a raise. And she was like, why? And this is like one of my favorite parts. Mm -hmm. And that she now makes as much money as the guy writers. So she said, if this gets out, every working woman will want to get paid just as much as a man to do the exact same job. And our entire civilization will collapse. And Mike goes, exactly she walks away and says i can't help you mike <laughs> mm -hmm. so she goes over to gordon's office and she asks about a raise she then tells him that she was invited to do the showcase and she suggested to put her on his show and that she plans on getting this jack parr thing i and didn't like this part you didn't no, I thought she was really counting her chickens before they were hatched. Well, she kind of was. I mean, and you yeah. know what? You got to have a little bit of confidence, right? You do. But she was really, she really set herself up to be bent over in this position because yeah. she's basically telling him, you're going to be sorry. You're yes. going to be sorry. Yep. And, you and know, she does the stand up for Jack Parr, which went great. Really well. However, the booker was obviously a little bit of a chauvinist yeah and didn't get it no which i don't, I don't understand it. that you're funny or you're not what oh, does her, the way she looks have to do with anything what i hated that guy i'm like yeah i did too him. i want to smack him yeah. right he doesn't want to book midge but he wants to book james mm -hmm. on the show so midge gets home and she heads right into the bathroom for a cry which wakes up abe and esther and then Abe tells Esther to go back to bed. And as he tries to console Midge through the bathroom door, he hears Mozart on the piano. And I love this part. So he heads over to the living room and he's assuming it's Ethan. And there's little Esther on the piano because she's the one who's the genius. Yeah, I, I felt like that was a predictable moment. I felt like yeah. they ruined it by that flash forward early on you knew it's going to be her yeah. so there's no surprise for the audience exactly. so i mean i feel like they ruined that reveal moment that yeah abe had it but mm -hmm. as a viewer i knew instantaneously as soon as i heard that playing that it was, was going to be esther yeah they, they told, told you already yeah that so was like that was a wasted moment i felt i know but i did like the reaction of abe but it would have been great like, to have that reaction with him. That was a moment that we got robbed of because mm -hmm. that would have been really great yes, to have that exactly. be a surprise. And I wasn't a big fan of the flash forwards and no. I didn't mind this one, you know. No, with, it wasn't that with, far in the future anyway. It, it, exactly. We yeah. got the idea that something's going on with Rose. Yeah, and but... it was with Rose. I mean, what is going to be a big reveal with Rose? That she's basically her just, you know, 14 years in the future? She's still Rose. She's completely oblivious to everything yeah. around her. She's living right. in a dream world where nobody mm -hmm. somehow tells her the truth about anything and right. just uh, enables her to be a lame horse. Yes. You know, without, there you go. You know, honestly, you <laughs> know, know, she just is going on and on about her matchmaking business, which I understand is important to her. But like Mitch is 
whole apartment got flooded and her career is like in a shambles. But again, selfish cow, your yes. daughter is yeah. going through something and instead of telling her, oh, the carpets have to be replaced and this has to happen and this has to happen because of me, how about taking a moment to check in with her and see what's going on with her since her apartment is the one that's got flooded and she's the one who's going to have to fix it. I just I can't get over how selfish Rose is. 197 takes to get your freaking commercial right? Yeah. All you gotta do is walk down the stairs and stop on a freaking spot and you can't do that? Come on! How useless of a human being are you? And what's really annoying me is I understand Janusz. Oh, yeah. Zelda does keep running over there. Yes. And it's for these dumb things. She made you a book. Oh, what book? Every time she brings up the book, you act like you've never heard about the book before. Yeah, exactly. It's so rude. Yeah. You can't even be bothered to pay attention. But yeah. you want her to continually save you. Lame horse. Yeah. And I love how he says to her, Mrs. Weissman, I am very certain that you know how to answer Answer the phone. <laughs> yeah. But it's just like, come on. Come on. I know. Uh, by the way, I read a review about this episode, and yeah. it said, don't be surprised if Hank Azaria gets nominated for, like, a best guest appearance. Yeah. I happen to like this episode. Yeah, it was a good episode. I'm going to ask you some deep questions now. Okay. Letter G. Number one. Mm -hmm. What was the last thing you groaned about? <laughs> Mrs. Maisel. I knew it. I knew you were going to say that. Rose. Rose on Mrs. Rose. Maisel. Yep. Yeah. That would be me too. <laughs> I, too. I think I literally did. I was like, oh my God, this woman doesn't know anything. It's ridiculous. Yes. I know. You asked know. for the latest one. Okay. I know. <laughs> yes. Number two. Okay. What are you most grateful for? My health. Oh, that's a good one. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Going back to the color guard. <laughs> I know, right? It's negative. Yay. <laughs> I'm most grateful for my son. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Number three. Okay. Grease, the movie, or Galaxy Quest? Galaxy Quest. I knew it. Oh, yeah. By Lancelot. I knew it. Yeah. You probably are going with Grease, huh? I'm going to pick Grease. Yeah. 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 Grease is the word. Okay, number four. Would you rather get or give? What? Anything. <laughs> um, I'm a giver. Mm -hmm. I do like to get, but yeah. no, I'm more of a giver. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I enjoy giving. I How do too. I like yeah. to give. Yeah. yeah. I think that's our nature. I do like to get, yeah. but I think I probably like to give more than I like to get. Yeah, me too. Okay, number five. Okay. I know, we're blowing through these, and they're I, not, I don't are. know that they're not very deep. But okay. Usually the fifth one is pretty deep, so I'm ready. Or trying. Okay. What are you most generous with? My time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's my answer. That's good. How about you? My love. Yeah. I think I'm most generous with my love. Mm -hmm. Okay. I give people chances, yeah. you know, and... Mm -hmm. um, I don't think I'm the most generous with my time. Yeah. Because I really, I have started to pick and choose a lot over the past 10 years, I think. So those were the shallow deep questions. <laughs> Not so deep. Or letter G. I don't know. They just kept popping in. So I'm like, okay, this is what yeah, I'm going to do. That's fine. All right.
Okay, I've got the red box. Let's do table topics. Alrighty. Love that thing. I say that every week. <laughs> yes, you do. Yes. Because it's true. All right, here we go. Okay. If you knew you wouldn't get hurt, would you rather skydive or view sharks from an underwater cage? Skydive. Mm -hmm. Because I may not get hurt from the shark. I may get hurt from something else. <laughs> I may drown. Oh, <laughs> okay. No, I'd rather skydive. Yeah. yeah, me too. Yeah, rather than be claustrophobic underneath. Yeah. I'm afraid of heights, but I think if I knew I wouldn't get hurt, I would rather have that experience. Mm -hmm. Sure. I'm not a swim with the sharks kind of girl. No, I'm not either. But I'm a swim with the dolphins kind of girl. Oh, I do that for sure. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay, number two. What fashion trend you followed was very cool then, but now looks ridiculous. Bell bottom jeans. <laughs> do you have one yet? I think maybe big hair. I used to do very big hair. It was a fashion trend in the 80s and 90s to have very big hair. It was a fashion trend in the 60s and the 50s too. It's, we had a very a specific kind of big hair. Yeah. I mean, I guess in the 50s and 60s, I've Beehive. seen some. Yeah, but that's not the kind of hair I'm talking about. Mm. I'm talking about teased, yeah. aquanet yeah. with bangs, yeah. hair. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's your proudest accomplishment? Probably building a house. Physically building a house. Mm. Of which I did twice. That's pretty cool. Yeah, not easy. Took a long time. Yeah. You know? I think my proudest accomplishment is having a successful business. Okay. Mine too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm pretty proud of that too. Yeah. yeah. Cause that takes that is a long time. No, I hear a lot and a lot of work. Oh, man, oh man. I used to just get like two hours of sleep. I used to work. Oh, all the know? time. Yeah. Working all the time. All the Didn't time. have a vacation. No, man. Or neither. nothing for like that's, I don't know nine you know, years. And that's what you have to do in order to get your business to be successful. No, you want to do one do more? One. Yeah, we're not going to do that one though. Okay, here we go. Would you be likely to survive alone in the wilderness? Or in the Amazon. Did you hear about those people? No. That just happened? For like 40 days in the Amazon? What? A plane got, yeah. Oh, yeah. no. Um, I think I can survive. I don't think I could survive very long in the wilderness. I don't know what to eat and what not to eat. Purple berries. I, I got hungry. I probably won't be able to kill anything. <laughs> that, that would be tough. You're right. Not only would I not be able to kill anything, I probably wouldn't be able to catch it first. <laughs> you know? I mean, I watch Bear Grylls. Even with him, I might not survive in the wilderness. <laughs> I don't have any outdoor skills, really. Mm. I could start a fire. I got a flint in that That's business. good. That's that. good. Yeah. But, nah. It's hard. I'm sure it's hard. It's hard. You know? And I don't ever want to have to experience that. No, thanks. No, no. I, I am definitely a creature who likes comfort. I do too. Yeah. Yeah. Are you kidding me? When you have no electricity, you still flick the switch, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like, talk about creature of habit. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Even when we don't have electricity, like I have a, a whole setup to be able to deal with that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I have a whole, yeah. a whole huge Tupperware 
full of stuff. I have battery operated fans because I'm such a weenie Just that I, case. yeah, sure. oh, I hear you. Uh, lanterns. I've got a gas stove for such mm -hmm. a reason. That's why I'm like, you try to take away my gas stove. Not I'm happening. Not death. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, you're not taking away my gas stove. You right. know? Right. So I no, I don't like sleeping on the ground. I get eaten by bugs. I do too. Like it's yeah. a, no, no, thank yeah, you. I, I don't rough it. No, well, I no. know. And my luck, I'd get poison ivy. I know I would. Here you go. Yeah. Here you go. But anyway, I think I can rough it for a while. I don't know how long, but there is something to be said for knowing your limits. Mm -hmm. There you go. How are we doing on how much more is left in that box? Do we need to get a new box? Yeah, we're it's doing good. good. Okay, we're doing good. All right. We're doing good. I mean, there's some like good wiggle room. Yeah, yeah literally. <laughs> so we started our episode with birthday wishes. Let's end it with a happy birthday to Paul McCartney. It's his 81st birthday. Whoa, happy birthday, Paul. And something that was in the news with Paul McCartney, too, is that there's a new Beatles tune coming out. Thanks to technology with AI, he put in John Lennon's voice. That's cool. Yeah. That's going to yeah, be I'm interesting. I am looking forward to that. Yeah. Wow. New Beatles song. Yeah. AI is some scary stuff. It really is. <laughs> it really, really is. You know, they yep. did that with uh, Val Kilmer's voice. They put it together with AI. Mm -hmm. Right. And, top fun. Yes. and I mean, that was really cool, too. Mm -hmm. So there is really cool stuff they can yeah, do. Yeah, absolutely. It's Let's just hope it too. continues for the good. Yeah, a little spooky. I also find it really weird that we didn't match a single one on our Genesis Desert Island playlist. Well, except for the honorable, the honorable mentions. mentions. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I figured we were going to do one, but oh well. There's too many songs. I think there's too many good songs. They have a lot of love songs too, and I'm like, they I'm do. Not, I'm not picking any love songs. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. If you enjoyed this episode, remember to tell your friends and follow us on Facebook at Sense and Nonsense A to Z, all one word. And wherever you're listening, please like our episodes. And if you're listening on YouTube, subscribe to our channel and be sure to hit the notification bell, ding, to get notified of each episode as it becomes available. We appreciate you listening. With that, we're out of here. Thank you very much. We'll see you next week.